I believe it was either Shade Forty Five or it was like it was like a little series that um right. that Sway is doing for the most part. So kind of talk about that how you got involved with Sway, dude, because he's a huge figure in the in the rap game. Well, I knew Sway for um I knew him for a very long time. Um, over the years, you know, we we just at, at different events we just passed by each other. Yeah, we never really got to chop it up, but um. I had uh, my, my boy, my man, Stan the Man. Shout out to Stan the Man. Um, he hooked me up with Sway. And um, he introduced me to him for the first time like three or four years ago. Okay. And uh, he finally called him back and was like, yo, I'm coming out with this new Overtime series. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I know you mentioned your mans. You know, Frank. And um, he invited me over and I did the thing, you know? So, Dope, dude. So yeah. um, I checked out Frank's uh, YouTube page. I'll put the link right here in the YouTube video also. But you've been making videos, making music videos for like 11 years now. No, you can also take that mic out if it's not All comfortable. Right. Nah, whatever, that's whatever cool, that's you cool. All right, cool. Um, yeah, for a long time. A long time. I've been, I've been doing um, music since I was 11. Uh-huh. So. so Frank Castle, <laughs> the name, dude. Yeah. Great rapper name, bro. But that came from... I mean, big pun is that, pun, is that yeah, where yeah. it came from the most part? It's um inspired by him because he's one of my favorite rappers growing up. So you know, I looked up to him, so I wanted to pay homage to him because I I feel like nowadays he he doesn't get the respect he yeah, deserves. Yeah, dude, for real. Everybody forgets about him, you know. So when you look at Frank Castle, you know it's the government name of the Punisher, the character, the combo character, Marvel so character, right? I wanted to take that in reference to pay homage to him. So you know, every time you hear Frank Castle. You hear Big Pun. So let me ask you this. Why do you think that Big Pun these days is not getting as much recognition? Just like in general, you know, when he came up at the same time, kind of as Pac and Biggie, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you rarely ever hear Big Pun songs or ever really any mention of them. I mean, he's not in a lot of people's top fives, which I think he should be because he's an underrated lyricist, like one of the best at the time when he was alive. And I don't don't understand. Like, I think it was due probably to his death. I'm not sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he didn't necessarily get killed or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that or an accident. It was like, you know, he was obese and stuff like that. He didn't take care of himself. So I don't know if that played a part. Where did he in grow how up? how people looked up, yeah. looked at him. Where you did he grow up, by the way? Bronx. You know, okay, in Bronx. Yeah. So, I mean, he definitely grew up in, like, the New York hip-hop scene. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe right. He just wasn't around long enough or, like, didn't have maybe enough hits at the time, something like that. Let me see. He, he start, his first album came out in 98. 1998, yeah. Yeah. and he died in 2000. Oh, damn. So it wasn't that long, you know? No. It was just like, I mean, like Biggie. It was like Biggie made his introduction in 94, Yeah, and he died in 97. So he had like a year, two, two three years right. more, you know? But I don't know, man. I, I don't know why he isn't mentioned a lot. Like, people don't, I don't know. I have no idea. So you say honestly. for the most part, he's not in people's top five, which I'll, I'll agree with. Like, I've never really heard Big Pun mentioned. You never heard anybody ever. say, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you know, Jay Nas, Pun. Like, say, like nobody... Big L, Big Pun in the same sentence, something exactly. like that. So then I don't want to put you right on the spot right now, but you bring up top five. Right, bro. right, right, so right, right, right. Let's talk a little bit about top five, who you got right now. Um, I'll tell you the same thing I told Rosenberg. Okay. Right? P. Rosenberg, no, by the way, for yeah, those of you who don't P. know. Rosenberg. Um, my top five is the same, but in no order. It's Nas, Jay-Z, Rakim, Hooji Rap, and Big Pun. So a lot of New York guys. Yeah. All so, right. Interesting. Yeah. Because, like, that's that's the type of, like, music I grew up on. Yeah. You know? So, like, um, way back when I was, like, 10 or 9, I had this, like, Teddy Ruxpin as a kid. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a teddy bear 
that had a cassette player in it. So my cousin used to have these tapes, and my brother, he, he, he had these tapes also, and he mixed it up, and th- that was what was in those tapes. It was Rock Kim, Cool G Rap, Road to the Riches, Nas, Illmatic, you know, Big Pun, Capital Punishment. It was Everything was in there. So, you know, that gravitated towards me, and uh, yeah. So I know for the most part you talk about how your brother kind of put the hip-hop bug in you. But did you have, like, any influences in, like, the buildings that you were living in or the area just being in Chelsea? big time. Do you have any guys that are right now, you know, like, doing it maybe as big as you or guys who were at a certain level and maybe they got in some sort of trouble or they just didn't pursue the passion? Well, um, I had people that uh, there's no one that has gotten as far. As you know, you. like yeah, maybe like Whoopi I've, Goldberg, right? Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, right? Like yeah. <laughs> from the same building. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Whoopi. Um, and the Waynes, they live like on um, Fulton. Yeah, yeah, I heard you talking about that yeah, too. They Wayans. live like a couple blocks yeah, down. Is so, that is that Twenty Third Street, Fulton? That's um no, that's that's around seventeenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, eighteenth. Yeah, okay, that okay. that area. Right. So um, but no, there, there hasn't been any like. Um, MC, a rapper, or artist, yeah. or anything like that. We have like DJs and stuff, but yeah. it's not really to a high stature of like a, you know, a DJ Premier or you know a Dr. Dre yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. You know. So when you put out West Side Story uh, in 2019, this is like your first EP. Um, nah, so no, you uh, had my something second, in 2017. My second, too, my second. Also, I had um Downtown Kids EP okay. and then West Side Story EP. Okay, so what do you think the? I mean, it came out right before the pandemic, right? Yeah. So what do you think the plan is moving forward? You know, you're getting all these hot spots, hot interviews, and shit like that. Um, what's what's the plan? Moving see, forward? when it came out, like the pandemic was just arriving, so it was like I was kind of stuck. I was like, damn, man, what the fuck. You know, I don't know if I can curse. No, bro, curse. Fuck! (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) it was just coming out, and I was like, damn, man, like, how the hell? I'm kind of stuck. Like, I wanted to shoot a lot of videos, and then they have it on quarantine, and it was just all messed up. So, um, I didn't really get to, like, you know, do the things I wanted to do with that. Yeah. You know? Because I was going to shoot a um, a video with uh, Fred the Godson, God rest his soul. You know, he passed away because of COVID. Oh, um, ill lyricist from the Bronx. Okay, um, and uh, yeah, you know we didn't get that chance to, so, to shoot that video. So when you put out Mamba, I mean that was like one of your one of your bigger hits, kind of around yeah, January, that time, January, right? January. Okay. No, January of um, 20... this year, this year. Okay, I dropped okay. the January of this year. Okay, so it's all, all my new project, which I'm I can't mention right now, but okay. it's coming out. All right, dope, so I dude. wanted a preview. So, growing up in Chelsea, man, I mean, you know, everybody who's watching, listening, you wouldn't really think of Chelsea and then think about projects, something like that. Um, When you think about Chelsea, you think about a bunch of freaking white kids who maybe look like me or whatever. (laughs) And then, bro, like you even see in the neighborhood, like these were filled with parking lots, you know, before these big ass buildings came up. So, what has it been like kind of just seeing, I mean, I don't know how old you are exactly, but growing up in Chelsea. and then okay, and then crazy because people don't think I look like Yeah, dude, I was going to say you look like maybe like 26, 27. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) But uh, just in general, like you're seeing the Avenue School. For those of you who don't know, Avenues cost probably $50,000 a year. So, So, what's that been like just kind of seeing this neighborhood develop and have you feel have you felt like it's changed at all for the better um, or worse what it definitely has changed it definitely changed a lot of things changed like the big like the mom and pop stores you don't see yeah that's true so that's mostly what's missed you know but you still got Aki's on the corner yeah yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah but um you know other than that you know the, the mom and pop stores is like gone man 
So do you have any kind of gigs that you were doing before you started rapping? I mean, were you playing like any sports? Like, what were you doing? Um, hip hop has been my life, man. I can't even remember what I've, I was, I mean, I wanted to be a basketball player when I was a kid, but it just didn't pan out, mm-hmm. you know? So like I was just distracted in school and I don't know. I just, I just didn't, it didn't work. So, um, music has always been with me since a kid. You know, like, even before I started writing rhymes, my brother had introduced me to um, all types of 80s movies, you know, um, including B Street, Crush Groove, you know, and those are hip-hop movies, historic movies. And I was like, wow, that's that type of stuff is happening outside. That's cool, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, you see yeah, it on yeah. in a movie, like, oh, shit. And, um, you know, it was right there, right there I've been hooked. I, I didn't want it to be nothing else. I want to be an artist. I want to be an MC. Well, were a lot of your friends kind of doing the same thing? I had some friends that that, that were rapping, yeah. And, like, I was kind of shy at first. I was like, I don't know if I want to get into this. And then, like, um, in Chelsea, they have a place called Hudson Gill. Shout out to the Hudson Gill. Where they, um, you know, all the, all the kids in the community, they go there to play basketball and do arts and crafts and learn trades and stuff like that. And um, they had a video class that we used to go to as kids. And um, they taught us how to use the computers and edit and stuff like that. Oh, wow. And make music. And, um, you know, the, you had the local MCs and people that, that rapped already, that were already involved in that, that were older than me. And um, someone, you know, one of my boys, uh, Kaz, shout out to Kaz, um, he had told me, he was like, yo, you got a dope voice, man. You should write something. Yeah. And when, so when, was, when was that? When that was, was like 10, 9 years old. Yeah. And um, I was like, really? Like, really? <laughs> you know, I didn't really think of me as a rapper. Uh-huh. So I wrote, and um, I wrote a rhyme, and uh, we shot a video, and I, I, I never looked back. So for the most part, have you had people like that are still involved in your life, that they've been involved in your life, and producing and maybe shooting videos for like the past few years? Or can, have you kind of had to you know, pick a producer from Brooklyn, the Bronx, or stuff like that? It was that. like that for a while. It that. was like that for a while, yeah. but right now I'm working on... Um, with my my boy uh, Low Music, shout uh-huh. out to Lolo. Um, we grew up in the same building. Oh wow! So. Yeah, but we never really got a chance to um, link up like this. We're working on a project. Yeah, and um, I don't know why. It's just timing is crazy, man. Totally, bro. Before that, I was working with a lot of producers. I think you're good on sound. I just want to yeah, yeah. I, I can hear myself. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I was working with Static Selector. Shout out to Static Selector on Shade Forty Five. Okay. Um, you know. I, I rhymed on one of his beats before, and like a, a lot of producers from Toronto. Um, shout out to um, my guy Talent Ted in Toronto, um, Danny D in, in Miami. You know, like it was. It's, it's a place. lot. Yeah, it's all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of producers that mess with me. So, you know, but um, there weren't any producers that was from where I I was from. You know, until recently. And, and you're saying he was in your building? Like yeah, like we li- <laughs> like I lived on the, the third floor. floor he yeah. lived on the fifth floor. <laughs> That's hilarious. Seriously. Like you didn't even lived- need to take the elevator, bro. No, no, I was always in his crib. And, uh, like, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, he's a little bit older than me. So, you know, in that age bracket, they already had, like, rappers that they were messing with. Yeah. So I guess that was the timing. Like, I, I wasn't really, like, rapping at that time. Okay. I was just spectating, you know, and then... 
I got into my groove and I, I just never stopped writing. So, I mean, you talk about, you know, writing and just getting into your groove, you know, right. like in starting this podcast, I probably started about like two and a half years now. Okay. And then my comedy career stand up and shit like three and a half years. And then before that I was doing That's improv difficult to get too. into, man. Sure. Man. But at the same time, man, like if you're working a job that you're not passionate about right. and you're passionate about something else, you know, mm. right away, yes, obviously that paycheck that's coming in at mm. the end of every week, you're like, all right, perfect. I could pay my rent. I can maybe get some takeout food. That's the American dream, man. That's the American good. dream. And then, to do something that, to make a living off of something you love is exactly, American dream. Exactly, bro. So, I mean, that's what really drew me to comedy and then doing shit like this. I get to speak with interesting dudes <laughs> like you all the time. Okay. So, like, in terms of growing up, man, in the projects, you know, I... People hear about it all the time. People don't really know firsthand. You know, people right. will see like buildings that look the same. Like, oh, that's the projects. I don't really know what it looks yeah, like yeah. inside there. So I guess kind of give us a, a deeper dive into what it was like growing up. Like how everything in terms of like family and then friends. Like was, was everything focused around where you live for the most part? Well, um, in, in my house, I had a two bedroom apartment. And it was, let's see, me, my sister... My brother, my dad, and my mom. And it wasn't enough for us. So, you know, we had to, like, manage, you know. My dad slept in the living room. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was rough at times. Yeah. You know, it was rough at times. It wasn't like, I would say, like, gentrified now. You know, before, back then, it wasn't, like, these big buildings. And you had more mom and pop stores. Sure. And, you know, things that supported the community. And, um I don't know. It was just. It was just so different, man. It was. It was just different time. It was a different time. Well, now even like across the street from like I guess like nearer where you live, right. they have ta- like townhouses that are selling for like ten mil. Right. You know, right. like crazy <laughs> shit like that. Crazy. I think J Lo like purchased the apartment in the parking lot like across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, bro. And also Jeff Bezos moved in on Twenty Sixth Street. <laughs> Look at J Lo's on Twenty Street. Frank Castle. Like yo, bro, like, literally. It's funny, man, to see how Chelsea has really changed. I mean, over the last, I could say, 10 years, but also 20 years, it's crazy. 30 years. It's crazy. It's man. been like like all over Manhattan for the most part. But yeah, man, that's my home, you know. So, so are you going to be here for good unless like pro- some sort of project brings you out to L.A. or Miami, maybe like Georgia or something like that? Um, New York born and bred? I, I can see myself living in L.A., but, you yeah. know, I will always come back home. Have you been out there a bunch yeah, in L.A.? Yeah, but okay. I've been out LA. Bro, I hate I, I've, L.A., um, man. I performed in the, um, <laughs> the Mayan Theater a few years ago. I opened up for um, Mos Def. Wow. And Inspector Deck. You wow, know? that's and great. It's crazy because on the way over there, me and my team at the time, we had um, ran into, we, we, we were going to, uh, passing by first class. And I looked to my left, and then I see RZA. That was the RZA. Like, yo, this is the RZA. Like, yeah. I, I was like, Wu Tang like, Clan for those yeah, of you who don't RZA. know. I was like, oh shit, it's RZA. The RZA. And this lady behind me was like, um, can you hurry up? I'm like, yo, yeah. hold up, this is the God. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> like, this is the RZA. The fuck, lady, you better chill out. <laughs> so you know, um, I just gave him a pound and all that. I want buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I wanted to talk to him more. Sure, but. We were in coach and he was in first yeah, class. So time. Bro, kinda, you'll get your you know. you'll get your chance, man. You'll it's crazy. It was a cra- that was crazy though, but yeah. it was a dope experience. Nice. It was like my second time in California. Okay. Um Cali's dope though, man. You know, I, I like Cali. You know, they embraced me sure. like I was one of their own. Nice. You know? They they the thing is with them, they like they like um the origins of other people's music. It's like they don't wanna listen to New Yorkers that sound like Southern artists. You know what I'm saying? They wanna hear 
you sound like New York artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. so yeah. they're like, they like that real rap, boom, bap, gritty shit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the difference between them and a lot of places. Bro, let me tell you why I don't like LA. I just don't like, <laughs> I just don't like the driving, man. Mm. That's killer. Because, yeah. you know, here, like, anyone could tell you wherever they're at, you could be there Easy in 30 minutes. You know right, what I mean? Right. Freaking, you're up in 188th Street. You could be down here in 30 minutes. Like, easy. <laughs> the thing is, in LA, I feel like it just takes a long time, but whatever. It's Pro- a bigger I've been state, at, though. Yeah, yeah, that's so. true. I've been in LA a bunch of times, and obviously, you know, if projects bring me back out there, then, like, you know, I'll go right. there. But New Yorker for life, for the yeah, most part, yeah, man. Definitely. That's funny you mentioned um, RZA. So I was at. Um, I was at a party and Meek Mill was there and like Meek okay. for the most part, bro, is like one of my favorite rappers. And okay. I know like verses that he's done on like Flamers One. Okay. And like one of his freestyles. So I was like, hey, should I go up to Meek right now and like just start spitting one of his freestyles? And just like <laughs> you know the times that are just like it's just sometimes you just feel like it's just not the right time right, and right, maybe right, you'll right. get that opportunity again. But yeah, bro, I completely feel the same thing, especially when it's like one of your idols. You're like, yo, yeah. what am I supposed to do right now? Speaking of that, um, you know, I'm infamous, if you know me, mm-hmm. I'm infamous of running up on people. So, you know, before, like, people knew who I was, um, I had to do that to get my name out. You know, like, that's how I met Rosenberg. P, um, it, it wasn't intentional. Like, well, we wanted to, like, reach out to some DJs at Hot 97 at the time. And um, we went to Hot 97 at 6 in the morning, like, four or five years ago. We went there at, like, 6 in the morning, cold. Blistering cold, and I wanted to um, actually talk to DJ Enough, and I wanted to rhyme for him. Where's he at so, right now? Sorry, to mean DJ Enough you. is on 187, but he's on like a different show. He has oh, his okay. own show, the Heavy okay, Hitters, okay. or something like that. Right. But we went to go approach him, and he never arrived there. Like he never. We went there we at six in the morning. Was like, yo, when's the when's the earliest that they could be going to work? Like six five in the morning. So we went there. None of them came up. But Pete came up down the block. And, um, you know, I approached him. I was like, hey, you know, um, you know, I'm an artist, da-da-da-da, listen to my shit. You know, and he was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I didn't hear from him. And I just, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yo, we got to go back. So we did this for like two weeks straight. And we saw him every day. He was like, it was just an excuse every day. It was like, oh, my, my, my CD doesn't work, or I lost it, or it doesn't work on my, oh, my you Mac. Gave a, you gave him a CD. Yeah, we gave him a CD. Okay. And um, it was the Downtown Kids EP that was out at the time. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just an excuse every day. I even, like, got him, like, I know, I even studied him and was like, um, he, he loves 45s. So I was like, yo, let's get, like, like a bunch of 45s, <laughs> like, as a gift for him. He was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So we went there. And we gave him a bunch of 45s, and he still, it was like an excuse still. Explain 45s to people who aren't. Um, 45 vinyls. Yeah. Vinyls is small uh, inch vinyls. But um, he, took, he, t- he took the gift or whatever, and it was just another excuse. Until like the second week. He was just like, yo, you can't keep coming to my job like this. I'm like, yo, just listen to my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. know? So um, he's like, you know what? Here, take... Um, uh, Take my personal email, send me two, two clean records. So I was like, all right, cool. I sent it to him, and he played it on the radio. Dope. Week. And then, so he played it on the radio, and then... It still went. wasn't over. I still had to... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what I'm like, I was like, that wasn't the no, end of no, it. No, 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 It was still... I had to work six more months, like, you know, on, on building a relationship with him, you know, because I didn't know him. Yeah. And, um, you know, every event, 
um, we uh, we we saw each other. He was at uh, um, SOBs. I paid to get in there. We bought drinks. We yeah. chopped it up. I saw Bob there, by the way. Like okay, eight years ago. I saw. All right, him. and we went to the Highland Ballroom. Da da da. Everywhere yeah. he went, I okay. was there. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, you know, uh, after a while, I gave him. I sent him a record called Bay off of the Butter Mixtape that I had dropped. And he was just like, yo, let's let's do an interview on Friday. So you do you ever meet Cypher Sounds? We passed by Cypher. Okay. That same day. Like one of those days. And he's like, yo, what are you doing out here? And I was like, yo, I'm one of like listen to my shit. Like yeah, I, I gave yeah, people yeah. my shit. Yeah. He's like, yo, nobody does this no more. It's not the nineties. You sound exactly <laughs> like I'm not somebody. It's, it's snowing. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I wanted to I wanted to touch something um that recently I heard in the news. You hear about the Fetty Wap? And him just getting jammed up in a huge like drug ring operation. I heard he, I heard he was around. I, I didn't really like look so, into it. So basically, like when I was reading this, what I kind of uh, gathered from this was that like he signed a record deal. It was not like a good deal at all. Okay. Um, got like a big advance up front, and then just like the more months I got on, he just wasn't getting paid. Got involved with his boys, and they started some sort of like drug situation, and then Jesus you know Christ. got he got jammed up with like um, a few million dollars in drugs. Jesus Christ! So I feel like. Maybe nowadays we won't see it as much, but like within like the last twenty years, I mean, there's been some shitty three sixty record deal signed. And three sixty, I mean, like they basically give you. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Frank. They give you like a million dollar advance, and then you have to pay back that million dollars in sales. Recoup and then it. on top of that, you get the interest, so mm-hmm. you have to recoup their investment, whatever it is. Um, have you seen any rappers like recently that have just signed a bad deal? And I know you can't really talk much about it, but yeah. like, what kind of deals? Are I've been you over some bad for? deals. I've been over some bad deals. Can you tell I us mean, about one that maybe I can't, been offered? I can't really discuss <laughs> it, but um, yeah, I've been over some shitty shit. Yeah, and I, I walked away from it. Yeah, you know, and I was just like, you know what? It's not worth it. it it's you know, my royalties and masters is not involved. I can't do it. You know, so. I can't I, if it says three sixty. I can't do it. Are what you, I would do is a is a is a venture partner deal. Okay. Like if I have my own label, I would do like a venture with like a Def Jam or something like so that. So how would that work, kind of? Um, w- w- a venture deal is like something that um, like say, uh, like Kanye West has. He has his label, Good Music. Yeah. And it's under Def Jam. Okay. So they'll let's say hypothetically like they'll take one percent. Out of whatever the label makes, and then everybody else makes whatever, you know. And they they keep their their royalties, their masters, Kanye's, and and you know he has all that handled. The major just distributes them and takes their one percent. Have know? you so. seen? Um, I mean, I saw this for the first time with an artist, Tory Lanes. I guess he was like selling Tory. NFTs. Yeah, I don't even like know that. what that is. Bro, I'm kind of confused on it too. Like I talk about it sometimes here on the podcast, but I think it's just basically like let's say um, you are selling tickets for your concert. Okay. You sell like each NFT, NFT separately, like ten bucks, whatever. Okay. And then your next concert, you're selling the NFTs for twenty bucks. All right. So like every time that you have a concert forward, like my first NFT becomes more valuable and I get a percentage off of it every time that you do like a new concert and you get a percentage. I'm not really hundred percent like sure. A fucking, bro, it's like hilarious. A, like a pyramid like, dude, scheme, it's, <laughs> dude, it's like us talking like in 20 years, we're going to look back on this and be like, bro, it's just like the internet when people are like, what the fuck is an email? What's that? Ad yeah, symbol? Yeah. So I, hopefully it'll become like 
more clear and stuff where the artists are benefiting way more because it think hasn't I seen been the Migos, artist game. The Migos had like a NFT with like a video game. Or I don't yeah, know. It was yeah, weird. Yeah. It was, I don't even know how that works. So Neither I'm like, I. all right, whatever. Neither Neither maybe we shouldn't talk about that. I'll get hit. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll like, get hit we'll that part out. Yeah. <laughs> so what else is up, man? I mean, give me some more personal insight on your life, bro. We talked a little bit about um, your career here. If you have any questions here for Ted, myself, Ted Jones, or the Ted Jones World audience. But, um, I mean, basically, the reason Frank is on here, great upcoming artist. You guys listen to his tracks. Check out his YouTube, YouTube page was the, the Real Frank Castle. Yeah. And I'll put that link right here in the uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, yeah. Spotify, YouTube, the whole nine. But basically... We're just checking in on an upcoming artist. So who's your favorite artist right now, man? Right now, I ask my you something favorite like artist. That. Um, I know you got some, you got like some West Side Gun kind of flair. Um, something I, like that. I mean, I listen to Griselda and stuff like that, but yeah. I love Kendrick Lamar. Wow. I love him, man. I love what he's doing. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Ever since he was We all got to start that. somewhere, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that was on your Instagram. You yeah, wrote that yeah. Quote. Like, you know, um, I love Kendrick Lamar. I love what he's doing out on the West Coast. He's not your typical West Coast artist. He doesn't sound like a West Coast artist. Like, when, if you hit a beat, Kendrick Lamar just rap, like, on some, you know? Like, he's dope, man. You know, not only does he... That's what makes an artist great. When they could do the freestyle shit, and then they could do the music, too. That means something to people, you know? Like, a lot of artists struggle that. They, they struggle with that. Like, you have artists that are, like, you know, they're good on the freestyles. They could kill it. But then they struggle with writing records. Oh, is that your phone? My bad. I thought is that was it? my phone. Yeah, you're getting ringed. Oh. Um, no, I hear, I hear you for that. For or, the most or it's part. backwards. Like, some of, them, some of them are, like, you know, good at writing songs. But then when it comes to, like, the freestyle tip, it's like, eh, wanna, you know, I don't want to. One of, the, one of the um, Sicker Freestyles I've seen recently was, I think it was Baby. I can't remember what it was on. Okay. It's like, shout out your homeboy. Yeah, with a diaper on. baby's pretty good. You know, like, you know who uh, else is good? Who were, I, we're, we were trying to figure out a date uh, to get him on the podcast. What's his name? Um, ain't no comparison either. We arrogant. Simone? Shit, bro. Simone. I, forget, I feel bad for messing up his name. Simone. But he never came on. Who's that? He's like two chains. He's from, where's he from? Bro, I don't know. I forget. <laughs> Feel bad I'm messing up his name here, but um, I think he's I think he's a New York guy. Okay, he's do, doing some sick freestyle. Big homie is his song, bro. Uh, as soon as I freaking see his name, I'm gonna. It's probably somebody new that I don't even know. Big homie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, he was freestyling so. and it was dope. But um, so for the most part, who I mean, who are you looking towards to maybe? Collab with like a New York artist? Um, if you can talk about any of that, something well, that's maybe in the work. Um, in the works. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to discuss that, but because, uh, like, I'm infamous for my features too. You know, okay. so like the last project I had, Fred the Godson, Tony Sunshine, from uh, you know he worked with Pun and stuff like that, and he he's a singer. So you know, um, and uh, I had a produ uh, producer, um, Terminology Simba. He's an MC also. By the way, my bad, guys. Simba, S Y M B A. Simba. That song "Big Homie" um, featuring Two Chains is a good song. I'll send you that. Okay, later. but Simba, yeah. All right, but um, yeah, you know, and and then the Butter Mixtape, I had some stuff produced by um, Static Select. I work with Cool G Rap, Joel Ortiz. Okay, you know, I'm I'm infamous for my features, so it's like you know the next project, you don't know who's gonna be on there. It yeah, could yeah. be somebody like, oh shit, I didn't even know he could do something with this person. You know, what do, like, do you record, by the way? Um, it depends. Like if I'm it, like when I was recording the butter mixtape, 
I was in Cali at the time. So I was doing shows out there, so I had to record out there and then send the masses to um, one of my, my engineers out here in, uh, in Queens. Shout out to um, Rezon. You know, um, I always go to him when I mix and master my stuff. So, um, but yeah, in Queens, where I, I usually record, but I record anywhere as long as they got Pro Tools and stuff. Right, right. Um, so, when's, when's the next show? You have any shows on the horizon? Um, I just did a, a show in Tribeca. Nice. I just did one, um, an art show for one of my homegirls, Posh. She's like a, a dope artist. She was having like a gallery, a gallery or something like that. Uh-huh. And she invited me to do a show and yeah, I did it. So female artists, I know you've spoken, you know, highly about like Lauren Hill. How do you feel about hip hop these days? Um, well, as female, wise, female, female, female wise, yes. um, I think it could be a little better. You know, um, my favorite female artist right now is Rhapsody, though. She's Bro, dope. I don't even know if I know who that is. <laughs> she, you better look, yeah, at, look better. her up. We're going to edit that part she's out, dope, dude. Man. She's dope. <laughs> she's worked with Kendrick Lamar. Okay. And um, she's... I think she signed with Ninth Wonder. I don't know, you know, if you know that. No, I don't. All right, he's worked with Jay Z and stuff like that. But okay. um, yeah, like she's doing her thing, man. She got this album called um, Layla's Wisdom. She's from North Carolina. She, yeah, man, she's dope. And I, the the most thing that I love about her is that she doesn't sexualize her. her Bro, that's her the lines. best, man. That's she's the best. An MC. Like, there's too much. Like, I mean, Meg The Stallion, obviously, a great rapper. You know, she's but dope. There's, there's, Meg, Meg is dope. Right, but Meg there's like dope. a lot, like you know, WAP, you know, wet ass pussy. You know, like, <laughs> right, right. You, you like to hear just like freaking. It's a time and place lyrics. for that. It's sure, like, sure. all right, you know, I don't want to hear that all the time. I want to hear how you, you know, your skills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, um, dope, dude. She's she's dope. Rhapsody is dope. Yes, I mean, yeah, she's worked with like um, Mac Miller, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, man, she's she's done some things. Um, Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> a lot of people. I'm, I I should have known that. Layla's Wisdom is a dope dope album. You should take a listen. Yeah, and then so you, would you compare her maybe to like a Lauren Hill? Um, I wouldn't say because Lauren Hill could sing. She can't really sing like that. Rhapsody. That was that was what was special about Lauren Hill. She yeah, yeah. she had she can sing just as good as she can rap. That's very uh, rare. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> word, word, word. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, right, man. yeah. Um, she was like the blueprint anymore. of like Drake. You know, like Whoa. what what he's doing now. Okay, how do you feel about Drake, man? But I think he's all right. You know, but just chill with the singing a little. Just bit. Just all right. You know? Like I, I want you to rap Drake, more. dude. Yeah, yeah, rap, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I love Drake, man. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I like that poppy hip hop and shit. Like right. I like Top Forty and whatever. Mm. But I think Drake, in my opinion, has really gotten to a point where. I can't be like, oh, you know, he's too poppy and this. Right, I just right, feel right, like right, right. I feel like he's there. I feel like he's gotten there to I the point I'm, where it's like it's kind of almost awkward when you're like comparing Jay Z and Drake, and you're like, right, yo, right. Drake is fucking good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a um, verses or something I like that. I never was really a fan of him. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is. I never was really a fan of of Drake. Like something just when I when I when I first heard of him, I was just something was just like, what is this? What was that first one? You the fucking miss. No, you but yeah, but I've heard miss. of him before it's that. Like, oh yeah, you, you have? know, um, I think he he did like a freestyle on um, Flex, and um, this is before Flex was doing the freestyles like, like for real. Like he, he he he, this is like one of the first ones he recorded, and he was like holding his his phone, and I was like, what, what, what is going on? Oh, this is like some maybe movie I shit. Remember that he's like this holding like his phone up shit, here, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy get shot or something like that? Like, what's going on? Oh, here? shit. Yeah, because he's in Degrassi. Yeah, he's in yeah. the wheelchair. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. Right. You know, 
hip hop is funny, you know, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, but a yeah. lot of people, you know, I think there are a lot of yes men, you know, um, that are at his stature that give him that credit because they don't want to mess up that relationship, I think. How do you mean? You know, like, they don't want to say something that can make Drake look bad because they probably want to work with him. Right, right, right. You know, right, right. so. <laughs> like what happened with Meek Mill and him when they right. had, like, that whole freaking breakdown. That and then also and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then Drake came in and then just really freaking killed Meek Mill. It was right, nuts right, right. to see that, you know right. what I mean? But, but now it's just it's like, great to it's see just that like, like you know, boys um, again. That that thing was like, oh man, what is going on? Yeah, here? I was like, so upset, bro. I love both of them. I was like, guys, stop fighting. You guys are both great. But Meek thought, like, you know, at the time that seeing that he had a ghostwriter and stuff like that would hurt him in his generation. But nowadays, people don't really care. Because he was also with Nikki at you that know? time so, too. Maybe yeah. there was like a little bit of uh, animosity towards the Nikki and Drake True. relationship. I don't so I think th- there I don't were know. a few I think, things happening. I think what it was is that. I don't know. It was something petty. I remember, like on Twitter, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, oh, he, he didn't, didn't want to post, bro. Yeah, his, he didn't his album. His album. That's what album. it was. That's what it was. Drake apparently did. That's like, kind of weird. Out, that is kind of weird. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. That is kind of weird. It's like, you know, if if you my man's or whatever, like we, you worked on the album. With me, I'm expecting you to be like, yo, like you know, like yo, check it out. I feel you. You know, like I feel you, man. I don't know, man. Like. It's like if I have you on some skits on a on on one of my projects, yeah. I'm sure you're gonna you know Share promote it, it and yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that is kind of weird. Yeah. That's kind of weird. But at the same time, would people would Drake fans be like, "Yo, why is Meek Mill even making a big deal out of that?" Maybe so. Maybe you see it kind of both ways. Right, right, but at right, the right. same time, if you really look into it, and if they were boys and Meek needed that little bit of push, right. you look to Drake to give him that little push. Yeah. So, but uh, you know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Drake is Rat a touchy game. subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it's you, just man. Whatever. There, man. I mean, there, there's so many guys that are killing it right now. And um, put it are, this way, I, I'll, I'll take Kendrick Lamar over Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, dude. Yeah, there you go. Are, um, in terms of like people producing and owning kind of their mm. own shit, I know that like Russ has been a big guy, big proponent Russ, of Russ, like Russ, kind man. of just doing everything together. Yeah. You know, like producing, writing. And, yeah, um, there's, there's not a lot of people that can do that right, at a right, high right. level, you know. Yeah. Like, there's people that could probably do that, but their music's not good. Sure. So it's just like Russ is very special. It's like a unicorn, you'd say. Yes, yes, he is. Um, you know who was like that? Um, Logic, I think, was like that. Also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Logic, Logic was like that. Speaking, he had bars too. Why him, are they giving him so much shit, man? He has bars. Speaking of this him, guy. you know, um, I had him on Facebook for a very long time before he was who he was. Yeah. And. Um, we were like Facebook rap friends, you know, really? like, like, yeah, that's like when you when you rap and you're like on Facebook, you like always want to support other good artists sure, and stuff sure. like that and like, spam your share. stuff. And, you know, he was one of those dudes. So, you know, um, we we were friends and I don't know. He just got out. Like, where is he? Where is he from? He's from Maryland. And how old is he? I'm not sure. 27, 28? 20s, late 20s or We're going to look that up. So, but kind of what happened with his career, though? Because, like, he was hot, hot for, like, two years. <laughs> and now, where no is he? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Like, I just know we was Facebook friends. <laughs> and, like, we shared advice with each other and yeah. messages and stuff like that. That's and great. He just blew up and just, I don't 31. Know. So, he's, like, around our yeah, age, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, but I remember I saw one. I can't remember what it was. A TikTok, Instagram video where he was like, yeah, I just don't fuck with anybody. I don't fuck with right, no right, right. Which is like, I mean, that's kind of how you got to be sometimes. Like, 
I mean, if you're in a toxic environment mm-hmm. or you don't have people around you who are supporting you, you know, you have your friends and family always. But like mm. I myself have found that like my family, for the most part, has been the most supportive in like doing throughout this comedy journey, podcast, right. vlogs, whatever right, it is. Right. Who have you found that has been like, you know, going to the studio? I mean, excuse me, going to like radio with you at 6 a.m. Who have you seen, you know, night and day always been uh, having your back? Um, if it's, it, a it's crazy member. because... Um you know, uh, I had a. I had recently. Uh, I wouldn't say recently. I moved to Staten Island, dope. so that's where I'm currently living at now. Okay, dope. Um, and uh, you know, I had met some people over there, and you know, we it was a friend of a friend, and you know, we all got together and formed a team. You know, so after that, you know, those guys they supported me for a while, and you know, we we was just a team of like eight people. Wow. And we were making things happen. We were video. You think eight's a good amount of people, though? Eight to nine people. That's yeah. a lot, Like though. one person doing one thing, one guy managing, one guy making beats, one guy that is a video guy. You know, like, that's like a team. You didn't feel overwhelmed by having that many people, nah, though? No, we, we, had, we had constant meetings. You know, we, we, we were always in touch and stuff like that. And, you know, we just had a fallout and stuff like that. So now I'm on my own. So now it's just you for yeah, the most now part. now it's just me. So, I mean, what's going to be happening in 2022, man? If you could talk a little bit hey, about that. Man, the, the Only time will tell. Sky's the limit, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. Sky's the limit, man. Sky's the I'm limit, gonna, bro. I'm I love gonna that. take over the world, man. Let's go, bro. I'll, I'll do come shit with, with you. Nas, Jay. Let's go. Like, you hear that? I, I, I got, I, I got a funny story about Jay. Yeah. Um, I met him once. Um, it was in Barnes and Noble in 2011. In uh, Union Square. Yes. And um. It was for his decoded book. Decoded? About his life. Okay. It was a book called Decoded. And um, I uh, I stood online for six hours. I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't really care about this book. No, it's just, no this is Jay, but I don't really care about this book. I want to rap for him. You want to rap for him? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I stood online for like six hours. I was like... the. Dressing wise, I was like the loudest person there. Everybody's wearing like comp. Who are you wearing like food? Wearing like red, <laughs> bright red champion hoodie. <laughs> Let's go. A red hat. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just so bright. I looked like a walking period. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, man. But you know, six hours. Yeah. I waited, and it was my go. And like he was surrounded by a little small table, and there were like two police officers on the side, and they were just like they they told the line. They was just like. All right, we have one rule is no rhyming, no rapping. So I was like, fuck, how the fuck am I going to do yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I went up to and he's like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you. Um, where where you want me to sign? And I was like, yeah, you can sign right there. And then um, I was like, oh, shit, you just ask him. Just ask him if you rap. So I asked him, I was like, yo, you think um, um, I can switch the 16 for you real quick? And he looked at me, he looked at the crowd behind me, he's like, I got a lot of people to see right now. Right, right, right. So I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, fuck, no, fuck that, do it, go do it. I'm not, you're not taking no for an answer. So I just rhymed. Like, you had 16 ready? I had 16 it. bars, by the way, it's a rap. I had it. Rap talk. So, you know, um, uh, I spent like four bars, and they, they kicked me out, bro. Like, they escorted me out of my, my arms. Like, yeah. They dragged me out. And they threw me out, and I, I told the security guard, I was like, fuck, give me my book, give me my shit. I waited six hours for that stupid shit. And then she gave me the book, and it was signed. So 
Yo, the crazy so thing, like, that's, dude. That's weird. When, when you <laughs> like, meet him again, he's gonna re- remember that. I still have the book. That's what's gonna be the funny part. You like, bro, have... I fucking only spat four bars from you. I you uh, I owe you twelve. <laughs> Literally, bro. You speak yeah. about a red hat. So I looked through your following for a second. You follow Larry Bea, the comedian. Larry, Larry, yeah, the black dude. Larry, yes, bro. So he did one of my shows like a month ago. I yeah, love Larry's that funny. guy. He's, He's so fucking funny, Larry Bear. If you're listening, man, that red hat dude <laughs> loves that red hat. Love Larry's it, cool. Uh, yeah, Larry's a cool ass dude. He's like bouncing around, I guess, between Cali right, and YouTube. Right, right, but Larry, right. um, very funny comedian, man. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, but, dude. yeah, man. I was that was a crazy that was a crazy time, man, and. I'm sure, like, if we ever link up again, when, it's crazy when, 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 Rock when Nation you... is right there. Rock Nation is on 10th Avenue, right there, 10th and 11th. You see Meek Mill walk around, you know, like that's what I'm saying. The office is right there, so it's like, is that like a like a sign, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm from here, born and raised, you know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know, man. If if Destiny. Has it lined up? Then yeah. When Destiny's yeah, got it lined yeah, up, yeah. brother. Frank, I can't wait to do. Bi- I can't wait to do big things with you, man. We'll, we'll do this shit fucking in two years when we both when we both have billions. Right, right, right. We're hanging on the fucking yacht, dude. That's gonna be amazing. Having drinks with Bezos and Hell shit. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> freaking Frank Castle, bro. Thank you so much for coming on, man. You got anything else you want to freaking let us know before you get out of here, bro? Thank you so much for coming on. On a whim, man. Gotta, Pretty gotta, safe in this apartment, right? We yeah, came over. I, I, I DM'd him on Instagram. I was like, dude, you got to come through. He's like, all right, like, pull I'm up. I'm around, man. I'm around. You know, I was uptown. Dope. And shit. But uh, yeah, man, um, just prepare for the future. The future is untold, but. Working on something. Any advice you have to anybody pursuing their passion? Um, just never give up and keep keep on striving. You know, like even if somebody, even if you feel discouraged about something and things aren't going your way, keep doing it. Don't give up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's it. Just plug yourself really quick, Frank Castle here. <laughs> D A Real Frank C A S T on Instagram and Twitter, and yeah. Episode 193, Ted Jones World Podcast, Frank Castle, the legend. And we'll see you guys (laughs) next time, all right? Peace.